So we're at another day of talking before the pod actually begins, and Jason has hit record, and we just over here having a conversation. Is that what's happening? Well, go ahead. Let's go. Let's start in three, two, one. We didn't need a countdown. We were already there. Oh, oh. So now, now you have the, the whole thing going on as well. Um, first of all, let me say that I am happy to be here, and and I, I I am extremely happy to be here because it feels like you're happy. Like your smile is like, did somebody just feed you or something? Because your smile is humongous. I am. I did just eat. I'm on time today. As far as I'm on schedule, I'm I'm doing good on time. Can I have so much? Um, Let me let me help you out with something. I don't know if they do this in a Latin household, but in the black household, if you're on time, you're actually late. You being on time means you're late again. Why are you never anywhere early? How about we start there? Um, because it takes time to change your old bad habits. Okay. But well, let me let me back up just a little bit. First of all, welcome everyone back to the DJ Can Podcast with the lovely co-host, uh, Miss Brittany Gonzalez. I, I know it's been a few weeks since we haven't been here, and I'd like to blame everyone here except Jason because he encourages us to be weekly. He encourages us to be on time, and moving forward, we will be because now we both have our studio set up, which means there is no reason that we shouldn't be here. With that being said, let's go back to the point I was making about Black and Latino households. You said now that it's hard habits to break. You, I know this for a fact, have an iPhone, you have an laptop, you sit in a studio oftentimes that has about two or three clocks on it, has a clock on the screen, probably a clock on the wall for you to know when your breaks are. And maybe, just maybe, you're in this new generation, so you probably don't wear a watch, but you might have a watch on. How is it so hard for this generation to keep up with time? You know what? I don't think it's the generation, and I don't think it's anything. But oh, so it's just you. Bit- so it's just you. So it's just so it's, it's nothing but you. <laughs> I'm busy, man. I stay booked and busy, whether it's booked for free or booked <laughs> to be made. I'm booked and busy, okay. You, we don't I'm, have to I'm go through do my something book. that I don't. We we don't, but I'm going to do something that I don't normally do on this podcast. I'm going to get in my feelings. Do you not care about me? Because, Brittany, I have seen your Instagram feed. I have seen your Instagram feed. You are ready. You are. You get the pictures right. Everything is on point. You, you, you're on time for whenever you got to shoot, whenever you're going to one of these little events. You went to New York. I bet you wasn't late to nothing. But here you I are hanging you. with me. Here you are hanging with me, and it's like, he can love me. He going to be there. Do you know at some point that love runs out, Brittany? Ekin, I swear to you, this was all, I was trying so hard to be here and ready to go with my makeup done. You have no idea. I had a client come in. I had to record a spot. I had to make sure best stuff was together. I'm getting ready to go to Disney tomorrow. I had to do tomorrow's episode today for my show. You know what I mean? So I'm very much so, I did my best. And I have to, I have to congratulate myself for that. So you were saying that I'm lucky that you're even here giving me this time. Is that what because gonna, that's what it feels like you're saying to me? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I did my best and I showed up because I care. If I didn't care, I'd be like, Ekin, I'm not going on camera like this. And I really shouldn't be on camera like this. <laughs> but okay. Well we well well we got through that. And and again, I appreciate you being here. I am glad you're here. Um in our pre-show discussion, um I asked you what you wanted to talk about today. And 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 let first of all, let me preface this. I am not I am not saying that dude's name and Glizzy in the same sentence. So you can do whatever you want to with the story, but let me let me let me say this, right? This what? morning I, you know, because everybody, everybody does it, right? The, you open the gram and all of a sudden it's Drake is trending, right? And it's this, it's this, it's this, and right. And so here's me, here's me. And, and 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 let me say what the brothers say, because I ain't afraid to say it. No homo. Here's me, right? I was like, ain't no way I'm searching that. Ain't no way I'm searching that, Brittany. Right? So so my boy Jay hits me, right? He hits me, right? And he is a Drake fan. Like, he's a he's borderline Drake stan. My brother, I love right. him. Shouts out to Ski, but he is a Drake stan. So he hits me with, like, this emoji. And I'm like, bro, what's that? He said, Drake trending. Right? And... I hit him back and I was like, I heard about it, but I ain't searching it. He goes, uh-huh. and, I, and I don't want to get none of I don't I don't want to get none of this story wrong. So let, let me let me find it, right? Let me let me find our little conversation, right? 
He says okay. he he says he hits me back with the uh the, you know the old face plant uh emoji, right? So I hit uh-huh. him back and I said, Why that face? Why that face? He goes, Drake, hashtag Drake trending. I go, Oh yeah, I heard, but I ain't searching, lol. Because I ain't searching, Brittany. I ain't searching, right? So then and, he goes, uh-huh. Yeah, just yeah, just don't go on X. Now, if you know what X is, that's X videos. I ain't gonna lie to nobody. I've been there. I know what that's about. And I hit him yes. back with, I hit him back, Brittany, with, I'm cool, bro. He hits me back <laughs> with, I'm watching our new OC, you know, because we got our new offensive co- coordinator. Shouts out to my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was talking about the press conference. I hit him back and I was like, you shouldn't even know where it is. And I'm back to talking about, you know, the great <laughs> trendy, right? He gets me by going on my regular X scroll. First of all, it's becoming too much information because I don't need to know that you regularly stroll on X every day. Do what you got to do with your time, but I just don't need to know that, really. I just don't. Not about no dude, even though it's my brother. He goes, okay. didn't go searching. Really? This is the this is, this is is the gift I hit him with. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. Sure. Right? So he hits me yeah. with, don't play, bro. Now, immediately and i got to stay in my own lane because my lane is over here like if britney says we gotta talk about a certain trending thing today you know what i hit britney back with you gonna lead that discussion i'm gonna stay over here in my place so i'm over here in my place britney go and lead the discussion on the news you got today Woo! you did Ekin was like that you are leading that Okay, because I didn't, so this morning I wake up, and it was similar, except I wasn't scrolling on Twitter to have seen this. I was on Instagram, and all, mm-hmm. I, all of a sudden I see something to say, Drake leaked video. And I said, okay. And it was like 13 minutes posted, right? So I was like, oh, this is fresh. So this might still be on Twitter, because Twitter is the place where that is like the first, if it's going to be a nude leaked, that's where you will find it first, because then they, you know, they eventually take it down. So I was like, I still got time to go find it on Twitter. So I should go run to Twitter. You still got Drake time? <laughs> I go to the search bar, Drake leaked. So it came up immediately, immediately. And I was like, wait a minute, but I need to do my research. Like, is this a real video of Drake, allegedly? And if you don't know what the video is, this video is supposed to be of Drake, uh, they they said it was a can I say can I say wait can I say, wait a minute wait a minute don't sugarcoat it say what you say what you text to me <laughs> what what I texted to you you know what you text I just can't say it in the same sentence I can say the two words separately but ain't no way I'm saying it in the same sentence I said because I hit up I hit up Eakin and I said uh, you know what's the topics for today and he was are you ready and I say yes what's the topics Drake's glizzy <laughs> Drake's glizzy and then he got quiet on me so I threw him with some other topics and I was like no we got to circle back <laughs> so then I sent him the video of the not the actual video just the video of the topic that his video had leaked. So I went to go do my research. Egan, you, you let me lead the way. And here's the thing. When you hear about a celebrity in a, in a nude leak, you know, with AI right now, you don't know what's real, what's fake, what what is doctored. So I was like, Can I gotta, you stop I gotta, for one second? Can you stop for one second? On a scale of one to 10, with 10 being the highest, how much was you dying to get there to find it? How much was I what? How, if if the scale is one to 10, when you heard about that leak, how much were you dying to get there to find it, oh. to see it? 10, 10, maybe 11. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to see this. Cause I was like, I need to know. I have always wondered what his package was because nobody talks about it, right? Like all the women he slept around with, none of these women talk about his his package here's the thing though way back when this was like two years ago i remember you know he's messed around with with some girls that are who would gossip so i think it was on a a a podcast episode one girl was like oh no drake she never said drake was packing like that you know she said that he was good at oral i remember that she was like he's he's very much a giver when it comes to that but she never bragged about his penis 
So I was like, Drake must not have a big penis. He just has, you know, he, something to work with, whatever. So when I saw, when I went to X and the first thing I see is literally, first of all, it was a screenshot of him holding it. And I was like, that, that, it, you can't really see his face. That's the thing. You do see his face. You know, you know how many Drake lookalikes are out there, right? Like how many, where they got the beard, if it's blurry enough, they could pass for Drake. So I was like, I still Hey, hey, know. hold on, hold on one second right here. I don't want you to think that I'm ignoring you, but I am standing on business that I am not participating. I am listening. <laughs> so I was like, hold up, hold up. So one scroll, one more scroll down, there was the video, the video. Now, let me paint the picture for you because you didn't see it and whoever else had, I don't know if they took it down already. Let's what? stop again, let's stop again. <laughs> You are painting the pictures for the DJ Can Podcast family. You are painting the picture for the people who support us. I am merely being a great co-host and I am listening because this story is completely 100%, 111% yours. Back to listening. And that's so true. So then I get to the video. The video is only a few seconds long, right? And it's kind of blurry, but you can see it's his face. He's on the bed. He's holding it. He's, uh, I would say he's playing around with it. He's not pleasuring himself. It, you could tell it was one of those videos where he, he looked kind of bored and he wanted to just do a little video of himself. He probably sent it to, to a few women. Who knows, right? But he was not full on going on himself. So then I was like, is this Drake? Let me look at the background. You know what I mean? Like, is it a dirty room? If it's a dirty room, we know that's not Drake, right? You see socks on the bed. That's not going to be Drake. So I can't tell what it room was, but the, they're saying it was on his private jet. And it does look like a nice room and it doesn't look like a bedroom that would be in his house. Does that make sense? But it does look like it could be probably in a private jet type of thing because it was kind of small. So anyway, so I'm like, okay, I still, to me, let's go back. If that's really Drake, if that's really Drake, I think everybody's hyping up his penis. I think they're hyping it up. I think, or maybe, you know, my scale is different. But I felt like... Yeah, wait a wait a minute. Time out. Hold on. Wait, you ain't gonna just let that roll on by. Your scale is different. Um, We need a little elaboration on why your scale would be different. And, and better, better yet, maybe you don't have to tell me why your scale is different just explain to me what your scale being different means okay meaning that i feel like everybody was hyping it up to be an anaconda now is it is it small and medium no it's not but is it this i've seen bigger i've seen bigger for everybody reacting like it was so oh my god it was just unexpected though i will say that it was unexpected well, well let me ask you this let me ask you this do you have a newfound respect for the boy a little bit more than I did before. A little bit more. Yeah. And, wh and why is that? Is that simply you know, because of his manhood? Because I refuse <laughs> to say those other words in a sentence still. But I, ha but in the purpose of being a good co-host, I have to participate in the conversation some way, somehow. So you have a newfound respect for him. Is it just because of that? Because, you know, it wasn't but a couple of shows back that Drake is, has continued to be one of your top 10 most toxic dudes. He is toxic and he's still toxic. He's still toxic to me. But I feel like it was uh, the, the newfound respect. It was just, I was, you know, for him to be this huge star, right? He's a huge star, successful. He's been in the game for so long, successful for so long. There has to be something wrong with Drake, right? And here's the thing too. Drake is very charming. Drake is charming. He can act. He's funny. He's goofy. He's silly. He buys women, you know, nice bags. He takes care of them. His first dates, he'll fly you out. He gives you a purse on the first date. And I think that is so sexy and attractive in a man that he is so giving. So that's why I that's why I like Drake. So so then I thought, well, maybe he's he's a he's a what do you say? Compensating, you know, a little bit. Like I never thought he was small, but thought that, you know, he's probably just average. Just average. Nothing wrong with that, but okay. Then I see this and I'm like, oh damn, oh damn. I can see. So now he's the total know. man. Now he's the total man. Now he's the total man. Is what you're saying? I just want to know. Not my. Really, I just want to know. Not my. 
of my total man, but I can see why a lot of girls would think that that was the total man. Yes, yes. Let me ask so, you. So, and be what? honest. Be honest. Drake asked you out now. You going? You know what? I was not attracted to it. I didn't I ask you that. I did this. Ain't nobody asked you about you attracted to nothing. Ain't nobody asked you, did you like hotline bling? I ain't asked you none of that. I ask you if Drake asked you out now, are you considering going? And and, and and let me tell you something right now. It don't matter what your mom say right now. Jason and I already have the answer. The fact that you put your head back and you had to think about it, you are considering going. I he went from toxic to now you are considered just for the what? I will go because you know what? I could really turn those bags those bags into investments. So I would go. I would go for that. I would not go thinking like, oh, I'm about to fall in. Huh? How do you know the what? bag didn't come with? How do you know the bag doesn't come with you having to film one of those videos? <laughs> no, I don't think I hope he's not like that. No, I would not. No, you can't film me. That's gonna cost you. No, 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 no. I mean, not filming you. You having to stand and film the video you just saw. Cause for all you know, someone <laughs> oh, someone oh. might have been helping him with that. Oh, no, let's go. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Sit back a little, Drake. It's looking a little shorter from that side. Yeah. Oh. You oh, know what so I mean? You're helping with his angles. You're helping with his angles too. <laughs> By the way, men do need help sending D pictures. If you're gonna send it, you need there needs to be a class to teach you how. Now Drake's video, it was a, he even dropped the phone at one point, so it was kind of like he was moving the phone around too much. So the video was very much uh, for me. It didn't. It was. It could have been better. It could have been a better video. But, oh, so it was a self portrait. It was a self. It was a selfie video. He was taking it of himself. And um, like he's holding the phone up, and then it fell like to the side, and then you can see him kind of pick it back up. Cause, but at first, if you look at it, you don't. When you go look at it, you can. It's not. Uh, you can't whoa, tell. Whoa, but you, whoa, 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 whoa! Don't say when you go look at it, he can nowhere on this on this pod. Nowhere. Don't even confuse it. I don't want nobody to have a chance to cut the clip. None of that. Don't say <laughs> none of that. None of that. Don't so, say none. I am merely in this discussion with you because I am an awesome co-host. That is why I'm in this discussion with you. And I feel that as an awesome co-host, I cannot just talk about things that I want to talk about. I have to be an active listener and an active participant. But don't you go nowhere saying. Don't you say it again. Don't you think it again. Nothing. Even when you go see it. None of that. None of that. None of that. Let's be clear. Okay. Now, here's another okay. question while we're on this subject. Has mm -hmm. the link made it to the group chat? Uh, you know what? I was at work, so I could not. I, it would have. I'm not gonna lie. It would have, but I was at work, so it was just for me to take it. I had to go to the other room and just like watch it a few times because I was analyzing. Like, is this really him? Is it? You know? So, <laughs> so I didn't have time to send it to the group chat. Uh, uh. But I would have. Yes. So, but have uh, you gotten some texts about it from your girls? Have you gotten, have you got, okay, the video hasn't made the group chat, but has there been some conversation amongst friends at all? No, no, just honestly, because I've been working today. Otherwise, I really feel like, yeah, I would have been, you know, we would have definitely talked about it. I know some, I, I feel like one of my girls for sure saw it. I'm going to hit her up later about it. But, you know, I mean, yeah, Drake, Drake's got something down there. It's not all that. I, I I'm telling you right now, it's being overhyped. Is it's being overhyped. Yeah. But I do I am glad he does. He's he, you know, it, he he's not gonna leave a woman mad. Oh, okay. So basically what you're saying, what what I get from this if I summarize this conversation is he is still toxic, but she will entertain a date. Yes. For the investment of getting bags and turning those around you know what i mean i would do it for my girls for the for for the girls yes for the experience oh you have to come on come on i'm gonna pass that up no way okay well good so to know the kind of girl that i'm what good to know the kind of girl that good good to know the kind of girl i'm sitting here entertaining on this podcast good to know that 
Mm. This you gotta wow. be smart. Work smarter, not harder. You know. So what is, I mean? it a, is it a no? Is it a no? Is it a known fact that Drake buys bags for every girl he goes out with? Is that a fact? He literally Egan collects Hermes bags. You know those are at least, and I'm I'm saying ten thousand. Like I'm really sure it's actually probably double that minimum for you know yeah. standard. But he collects them. Supposedly he's collecting, and so he collects them and he does give them on a first date. Uh, Julia Fox, the one that used to be with Kanye. She went out on a date with Drake. She talked about he gave her a Birkin or some or an Hermes, one of those bags. But that was just part of the gift, and that's the thing that they know he does. The girls that are in that that circle that go in on, you know, they they all kind of mix in with the same girls. Chris Brown, all of them, you know, they they run through them. So they all say that that about Drake though that he does that and that he's collecting them for his future wife. Oh, okay. Look at him at his Drizzy. concerts. What? Drizzy. That's all I said was Drizzy. That's all I got to say. Drizzy's glizzy. Remember in his concert, on his tour, he was throwing out like a bag at, at a few shows, you know? So that's he what just, I like. He just did that again here in Tampa. He gave some money away here in Tampa. He just did that. You know, he was yeah. just here in Tampa, set the city on fire because he was here quite a few days. Had two shows here, set the state, set the Emily Arena on fire. So um, I wasn't a fan of the outfits because he had on some dinosaur getup, something that looked like he oh. had like the things in his back. Like, like the one thing about Drake, and and you know, like this is what I will say: he needs a a a, a stylist. Like, he needs a stylist. So bad, it's so bad. How much you're so right. Yeah, because like you said, like, like I, and you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not a Drake hater, nothing like that. I think Drake makes great music. I think he's, you know, I think he's a class actor, you know, to to be in it as long as he has. But I I will say like some of his fashion choices, I'd be like, bro. They're horrible. (laughs) For a tour, like that's something you definitely hire someone for the vision, right? Look at Beyonce. And I know Beyonce has a lot of her own hands in, in her her visuals but same thing who else is real you know who else needs a damn stylist Nicki minaj oh my god Ekin. she is the worst dressed celebrity right now every show i saw her at a jingle ball she had on a horrible it, it wasn't horrible but it was not a cute outfit on her it didn't fit her right the one before that she looked like she had on uh uh faded out black leggings with a black top it was so horrendous so yeah, there's a few of them out there that are like that. Get yourself together. But, but you pick Nicki Minaj before you pick Sexy Red, needing a stylist. Because because Nicki Minaj has been on tours. She's got so much money behind her. You know what I mean? She's I she's got I got you. This whole brand, Sexy Red's new in the game. She look at what she was wearing when she first like one of her first performances. She was known for wearing a wife beater and jean shorts. Like you know what I mean? I right. can't expect from her no and i think that's part i think that's part of the sexy red thing though i think that you know to be to be that to be that super hood girl that you could run into at the corner store that just yeah. that, that just bought the that just bought the uh you know the the, the penny candy i think that's that you know i, I really feel like that um You're right. you know um whew. so that is the internet today and uh i believe it's real um but you can go find that probably on twitter and that's that yeah. when i we needed to talk about it, man. We need everybody. No, 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 no. We did, you <laughs> did, and and I needed to do. I needed to do my part and listen, and I think I did because honestly and truly, I'm gonna just be real with you. I could have done without the conversation. I really could have, but my support of you is up here. It's an eleven. You know, like you said about you wanting to go find that Drake thing. It's an eleven. My support of you. So with my support being that high, if you say that's what we're gonna talk about, then hey, I am open to talking about it. Something else I want to talk about though too, and you being a female and you being a a, a radio personality and somebody that you know is definitely um you know since since even since we met right, you've always been a strong like wanting to see women do it, and I'm super proud of you for that. And like you and I talking how about how much that I want to see you win and stuff like that. It's been going on quite a while, right? And these things have happened with Nicki Minaj on various occasions. Does it bother you when you see two stars of their caliber going at it the way that they are? Like they like to me, 
Like, I didn't like it when the Nikki, Nikki and Cardi thing was going on, right? Because I thought that it would have been a much bigger win if Nikki and Cardi would have found a way to go on tour and then take all of these other acts with them, right? It would have been like a ladies first thing, right? You take Lotto, you take uh, Glorilla, you take even Sexy Rare, right? You take all these females that are coming up and y'all showed it because I think the tickets will sell because you got Nikki and Cardi headlining and all the other fans that trinkle in for these other people who are coming up. I thought it would have been so dope and even say, you know what? On a couple of dates, you bringing back Salt and Pepper, Queen Latifah making an appearance, Moni Love who's still in radio, artists like that, like a yo-yo making appearance right like it's just the whole female empowerment movement but it seems like and you can tell me if you feel like this if i feel like every time we get one of these females to the top some kind of way the media makes it as if they can't coexist at the top together it's like we always got to have one female like we had this whole problem with with foxy and Lil kim right where i thought that they both it was enough there for them to have their own lane right i thought it was enough there even if they were still in their lane throw lauren hill in there another one it could all just keep going right i never thought that we had to have oh this has got to be number one there's no room for no other females because i thought they all had their own thing nowadays like i said as soon as it seems like somebody's on top the media the blog some kind of way it becomes this thing and then it's these families right the bardies uh the barbs they're in it and social media don't make it no better because now everybody feels like they can have a voice so from you being a female that is in the culture mm -hmm. does it make you feel a way it's horrible egan because to piggyback also off what you said with nikki and cardi the greatness that they could have been and i blame nikki for that to be honest i really blame i feel like nikki nikki could have done better with that situation they both went at it whatever it's in the past now but the greatness that they could have went on to, you know what I mean? Without all that cattiness and like competition, you know, they're, they could have led the way. So from that to now, Nikki, by the way, why is she going so much harder on Megan the Stallion versus Cardi? Is it because I forgot that they had that Hot Girl Summer song together where she remixed it. Nikki jumped on the remix of Hot Girl Summer with Megan. And so then allegedly, what I heard was that Megan, Nikki was saying bad things about Cardi to Megan. Megan believed her. And then Megan went on to apologize to Cardi, like, I'm sorry I judged you. I was being told things about you. And then that's when she got on WAP with Cardi, right? And look how big that was. So that made Nikki hate Megan even more. So now, though, Nikki going so hard on Megan, I guess that's got to be where it stems from. Other than that, I, I don't understand why she's going so hard on, why she's so vocal to Megan. But she didn't speak like that to Cardi like that. No, I mean, she's had some words, but not like she, not the same. So I hate it, man. I hate it because they're both great. And then Nikki, when Nikki was good friends with Megan, I don't know if you remember these moments, but Megan the Stanley was an accepting award for something. But then, uh, you know, Nicki Minaj gave her a standing ovation. Nicki Minaj did a video with Megan and said, thank you for holding the, you know, holding this down while I was MIA or while I was, you know, she was, she had taken a hiatus, she said, thanking Megan. And now she's saying Megan can't even rap. Do you remember that recently? And when she's like comparing her to, to some other rappers, I don't know. She was like, you need to learn how to rap before you come at me. And it's just like, so which one is it, Nicki? When you liked her, she was great. But now that you don't like her, she, she can't rap all of a sudden. I don't like that. You see, Nikki's petty. I hate that. She, it's like give a woman her props where they're they're earned. You may not like the girl, but don't take away her talent. Don't don't crap on that. So yeah, it's 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 unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate because Nikki is ruining her own legacy. Like Cardi said, coming off as a hater is is horrible. How do and, and I don't see them getting back together. I don't see them repairing that. I should say. Not unless Megan comes back on her knees and says, I'm so sorry, I was wrong. Can I take another approach to this? And and again, because I because I'm I'm with you on the cattiness. Like I I just I don't know, like to me and I, like I said, I think the media has a lot to do with it because now that there's no um you know, back in back in the day, right, when there was when there was media, right, you had these magazines like the source, whatever, you know, vibe, whatever. There was an editor, so everything didn't get out. In the world of social media now. Everybody has their own voice. Nikki doesn't have to wait for anybody. She can go live and immediately just, she's got her fan base. Everybody's there and she can speak for herself. She doesn't have to talk to a writer and they take her words and interpret them, right? She don't, she's not going to be misconstrued. She's going to say what she feels like saying. Megan the same way. Um, 
But I want to I want to talk about the the legacy part because I've had this conversation in the barbershop, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. I think if we're talking best hip hop artist ever, I believe Nikki's top ten. She's in the top I ten. She's top five. I mean, well, then again, if, if now I don't go way back to like, like I wasn't. Right, you, you go know, with what you know. Yeah, I go. With right, what you I go. Know. Yeah, and I respect that. I respect Lyric, that. Um, but she's amazing. Go on. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think she's. Yeah, I think she's. I think, I, th- I don't like. I think, like, let's like if I if I compare it to the other and and again, I'm not even just talking female artists. I'm talking hip hop artists. Period. I think she's top ten all yeah. time. Because yeah. and, and 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 my boys in the barbershop, one of their big comebacks was I could never give that to a female. But let me tell you why I say she's top ten all time. And again, this isn't about the cattiness that is her. This isn't about the the beef she's been in. This is about her sheer like talent, song making, that sort of thing. She's held her own. If we're just talking lyrics, on records with some of the biggest to ever do it. I'm talking Wayne. I'm talking Drake. I'm talking Kanye. I'm talking Jay-Z. I mean, that monster record alone, right? She's a standout on the monster record. She ain't just there. She is a standout on the monster record. So we're talking posse cuts. She's never, to me, not held her own. We talk Hot Girl Summer, a fun record with Megan. We talk a, a collab she does with any of these rappers that she's on. Lil Uzi Vert, the new ones, the old ones. She has held her own. We talk trendsetter. The Barbs, they prove that, right? The way that they move when she moves. That yeah. is a proven fact. Okay, then we talk record sales. She's done it. You understand what I'm saying? Like she's done it. She's made all the she's made the she's made the records where you like you gotta be an MC on this record. She's made the party records, she's made the fun records. Like I said, she's just the pop record. She's been on all the charts. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about a complete artist across the board, and again, this is not to say that she didn't do it with some help. I'm not even going to get into some of the arguments that she don't write because I honestly think Nikki writes mo- mo- the majority of what she says. I got that mm-hmm. much respect for her as an artist, right? I, I don't, you know, there was always the rumor about what Safari did and what he bought to the table. You know, there's been these, but I just thought as a complete artist, Nikki Minaj, in my opinion, is definitely top 10 all time. Like she's awesome. done everything that an artist can do. She sold the record. She's been on the so-called these are real hip hoppers tracks. She's made the records that sell to the fans across all the genres. And yep. she does it all. I've watched her get on records and just the styles get flipped as she's on them. Most male MCs ain't even doing that. Yeah. She sings, right? So I feel like, and, and so the legacy stuff, I, I, I you're right. People will jump on her legacy of being like, to me, you know, they talk about cattiness and all that kind of stuff. I'm just speaking musically here. Because, yeah. you know, I tell you all the time, like, I try not to get into the personal stuff that they do, because if that's the case, I'd be killing them all, because they all do stuff to me that I'd be like, bro, what are you thinking about? But, mm-hmm. and I ain't a barb, you already know that. I'm not a person, so I ain't like, oh my God, <laughs> nobody else is great. Like, I, I never thought that, you know, and people might jump on me for this. I never thought Nikki and Cardi were in the same class. But I did think that Cardi had a very dope project. That very first album, I thought Cardi was, I thought Cardi was a genuine artist and, and person to me. And I loved her because when she came out, she got to be Cardi. And I always told you, I said, I thought Cardi was like a hip hop Cinderella, right? Where she was this person, right? And they finally got a record right. And then they put her on the machine. And I don't care how they did it. They gave us a great project. And I loved it, right? Like, I love the album. Since then, she's done numerous guest appearances, and I just love the the character of Cardi. And I think Cardi can go on to be doing other stuff like being in movies and acting because I think she's a character like that. So I think that they all have their own place. But if I'm just talking artists, I think Nicki stands above, like, you know, all of them as an artist, right? But I think if I'm looking across the board, top 10 all time, I think Nicki Minaj is there as a hip-hop artist. You put it perfectly, Egan. Like, just music alone. I mean, you can't, whether she had help writing or not, it's also about that delivery. It's also, I know she jumped in and, and, you know, put her own twist on it. Or you can always use help. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, so many, uh, so many great rappers have admitted to that too. Sometimes, you know, there's a line that somebody will tweak for them or, you know, whatever it may be. I can't take that away from her either. She is top 10 greatest rapper of all time. Um, but you can lose sight of that 
with all of this personal stuff that gets pushed out to the forefront. And that's the problem. She wants everyone to kiss her feet. And I understand she does deserve that. But to act out and then, you know, again, like her personal life, who she married, a lot of drama there, a lot of baggage there. You know what I mean? So she's done so many dumb things that are are taken away away sight of, of her talent, which she beats her chest about so much, but she's not realizing it's not, nobody's just taking only her talent in. They're taking in all of her, all that we know about her. So. Okay. Well, well, if we're saying that though, are we being fair? Does, did, did what we ultimately found out about Whitney Houston and it found out since she passed about the drug habits and the other stuff that was, or the cattiness of, of that we hear about Mariah and these people like that, does it take away from their legacy as well? Or are we just doing this to hip hop? Well, I, you know what? That question I can only answer for myself. From what I see, you probably say, you could probably say it looks like it's only toward Nikki. To me, I don't like, I can't stand Mariah because she's such a mean girl. She is mean. She's a, not a girl's girl. I, I, we interviewed Mariah Carey on our show one time and I remember I asked her, I said, you know, who do you like listening to right now? Like, what's a voice that you just love? And she's like, oh, I'm not putting anyone on. They can put themselves on. That's what she told me. She couldn't even, oh, wow. even an up and coming singer, she couldn't, she didn't want to name one because to her, she was going to give them clout. But it's like, that's not the, that's not, that's not a girl's girl. What do you, you already made it. You're so big. You don't have, you know, you can't put someone else on. Who, she, who does she co-sign? Ariana Grande, who's already a freaking, you know, mega star. Who, who else does she co-sign? Beyonce, she loves Beyonce, already a mega star. You know what I'm saying? She'll only give the girls props who already gave, got their props themselves. And I don't like that. That's that Nikki stuff right there. Because what did Cardi do when she got put on? She brought, who did she bring up with her? Uh, she was pushing for Normani. She brought up, I mean, I don't know how well Megan was doing. I don't remember that timeline, but she put Megan on WAP. That made her an even bigger star. Um, who else did she co-sign? Like just these up and coming female rappers. She opened that door for them. And that's that's why I say for me, women like that. And and Whitney Houston, I don't know that other than her beef with Wendy Williams. <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like Whitney was just doing her drugs. I, you can't take away that from her voice. I, I couldn't just like um, what's her name? Billie Holiday, who had a drug addiction. I'll never judge her for that. <laughs> when I what she did for for the world, for the for for her black people and everything else, like you can't take that away from her. So I don't know. I don't know. Hold on real quick. I gotta put my phone, my computer on the charger. I don't know what's happening, but it's dying. This Hold is the on. middle of the show. Do you do? Who does this in the middle of a show? I don't know, but I swear I thought I had it charged. I, 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 I just want I just want folks to understand what I deal with because I know sometimes <laughs> I, I've had okay. I've had people ask me why I treat Britney a certain way, why I may do something. Now you understand what I deal with, and here and I got a question for you. I got a question for you because you actually you actually impressed me a little bit with your knowledge. How do you know about Billie Holiday? You too? Oh, oh my God, no! I saw so I saw the um the the movie about Billie Holiday. It was a movie or documentary. Forgive me because I watched it during uh, twenty twenty during quarantine. I, I was I was it got real into it, learning her story and how talented she was and how the government she. The government went against her just because she was speaking out. And so much so that they made her look crazy. They made her even seem crazier to discredit her. And, um, you know, so, yeah, I was, I'm so fascinated by by stories like that. And she was such a divine woman that I hate that the drugs took her because, or did they? Who knows what the government did with her because they took her into that hospital room. And, you know, the, our governments, we know our our history of them doing shady stuff to get, to get people who are trying to make real change in the world out of the way, you know, look at Malcolm X, look at Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. So, how many documentaries yeah. are you watching? Oh, I love documentaries. After the Real Housewives, I'll go to the documentary section and I'll just like try. To <laughs> there, there goes my Britney. Cause I was about to ask, what did y'all do with my Britney? Cause there, there's my Britney right there. There she is. There she is. My bad. I thought my Britney was gone. I was about to ask Jason, who is this on this pod? Cause I was, I was like, that ain't our Britney. That is not our Britney. But then you bought yourself back. You bought yourself back. Um, can I? Can I? Can I? Um, 
Also, too, and I know this wasn't on our topics, right? But it's it's like a big deal up here, and I, I want to ask you about like being in Fort Myers, right? And I almost feel like I'm interviewing you right now. But you know, we're the age where we're we're turning the corner a little bit. And I mean, like where we're becoming like where you know where we're like OG is a big strong term, but I mean where, where you look at like teenagers and stuff as like little brothers and sisters, right? Do do you guys have like a a, a gun issue down in Fort Myers? And I and I want to talk about this because. It's like a, it's becoming like a super big deal. It's becoming a super big deal all over Florida, right? And one of the things that you, I know you and I talked about was talking about things that matter to us here in Florida, right? And, and this gun thing is super crazy because now anybody can pretty much carry. But one of the issues we're having up here, and, and I'll tell you why I bring this up, and I don't know if you heard about the story. They had what they call a mass shooting up here in Tampa uh, back in October, right? And the reason it's called a mass shooting, and, and you see that face right there? That is the face to me why I think mass shooting is the wrong word, because when you hear mass shooting, you think someone walked up in a place like a school or whatever, and they just went to letting off. And But a mass shooting, let me, let me start there. A mass shooting is if four or more people get shot or injured in a situation, right? That is a mass shooting. That is, that is how it's termed or whatever. And in this particular situation, more than four people definitely got hit. So I understand why they did it, but I don't think in the sense of what we know as a mass shooting, it's a mass shooting. And basically what happened here in Ybor City is, in, in, in Ybor City, the the age to really get in anywhere is 18 and up after a certain time. Any of the clubs out there, Ybor City is like our version of Bourbon Street for people who don't know, you know, Brittany, I know you know, but for people who don't know, up here in Tampa, we have a section of the city called Ybor City. And it's pretty much our version of Bourbon Street. And it's a line of clubs and, and bars and that sort of thing. Pretty cool area, especially if you come here and want to check out our culture, it's definitely a place you can check out. The area, though, after a certain time, when it comes to party nights, it is really nothing for anyone to do if you are under 18. You can't get in anywhere. There's nothing really you can do other than just walk up and down there and pretty much get in trouble. And on this particular night, there's a definitely there's always anyway, from what I understand, I don't be out there as much, but there's always a group of young people out there that on the side streets you could get robbed. And I'm not saying every young kid that's out there is wrong, but there's that group that's out there that's mixing into things and you're like, they shouldn't be out here. On this particular night, this younger group has a couple of 14 year olds in this group and they run into somebody that is now we know in a rival gang. In this mm -hmm. rival gang stuff, a confrontation starts. The 14-year-old that wound up getting killed, by all accounts, was more of the aggressor. And as he went to either show the gun that he had or get the gun that he had, the kid on the other side, who is over 21, was much quicker and hit him in the head with like one shot. Boom. Dead on the scene. Like, out. Once that shot goes off, it becomes a melee of bullets bullets flying everywhere that multiple people get hit here in Ebor city to the point that another kid who was out there that wasn't in the incident anyway anyhow should have been out there with his friends because they were out there having a good time he gets hit and he gets killed so we've got two dead we've got multiple multiple injuries out here and how it is pretty much shaken down now is the 14 year old the one that originally like they said was more of the aggressor he's gone dead on the scene Another 14-year-old who that night had gotten arrested or sometime right after had gotten arrested for being a minor with a weapon has since been now charged and is being charged as an adult with the gun that he had saying that it killed the other kid who was innocent, who was an innocent bystander, right? So now you got two teenagers who shouldn't even have been out there, one gone, one about to be gone if they get it right because, or if they get it to where they want it because he's being charged as an adult. And he's already locked up. And here's what's really crazy about that. They had him locked up for, like I said, being a minor with a firearm. And the uh -huh. day he was supposed to get out, that's when they put those other charges on him of murder because they're saying his the bullets from his gun matched up to the gun that killed that kid, right? So now you've got this going on. Of course, it's been all kinds of chaos. They're talking about a curfew up here in Tampa, this, that, and the third. And to me, nobody is asking the right question. And to me, the right question is, at what point are we as parents and adults going to start holding ourselves accountable? And I only say that because I look back on myself coming up, right? And don't get me wrong, I had brothers and friends who was wild as can be. But there wasn't no way that I was out after midnight just walking the block and my mom didn't know where I was at. You understand what I'm saying? She had some idea where I was at, or at least, and I ain't going to say I never told a lie, where I was supposed to be, where she knew a place to start looking for me if she needed to find me. 
right? And if I wound up not being in, and it was going to be more trouble because I lied to her about where I was where I was supposed to be, right? But it was always a sense of like I had to tell my mom if I was going to be out later than a certain time. And on Fridays and Saturday nights, being in a place that's like a club, like I couldn't just be on Forty Second Street in New York hanging out just because I am at fourteen fifteen. There was a certain amount of accountability that my mom had of like, yo, bro, you've been out, you've been out since nine till nine, ten is the weekend. I get it. Y'all on the block, but now I need you to be upstairs. Unless I like got told I could go to a party, but she knew about all of this stuff. It seems like now the kids are out and this stuff happens and then it's like, we gotta create all this stuff. How about first we create the accountability in the house of knowing where your kid is and that your kid just can't be out there, right? We just had an incident Monday night Five kids in Riverview arrested for breaking into cars. Five. And when they got them, two guns found, a nine millimeter and a pistol. So, you, and this is after midnight. Five, so so then when we talk about how are these guns getting on the street, it's a couple of ways the guns are getting on the street. You got these young kids out here breaking into cars, and then you got people that are leaving their firearms into cars, in the cars, you know what I'm saying? So once they break in, the gun is getting stolen. So I guess I say that to ask you, are you guys having like this issue in Fort Myers? And and like, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, cause I mean, I'm from what you tell me, your mom didn't let you and your sister just run wild like crazy in your teenage years. Absolutely not. There was no, I remember getting beatings. I remember I was too scared to sneak out. Like it was bad. My mom didn't play about that stuff. So over here, definitely, I'm not gonna say there's not a problem because they're, I've heard, you know, news stories over here where they're very strict. The, we, we have this very, uh, how do I say, the Fort Myers Police Department over here, they are very like a zero policy, zero tolerance kind of thing over here. So we've had a few instances where if some kid talked about or brought a gun, like immediately cops were on the scene. It was, it was handled, it was taken care of. That, that student was either, you know, reprimanded or dealt with. So I don't feel like we've had a, a serious problem with that, with the kids doing that. Not saying it's not happening, but not so much so where I'm like, oh, this is an epidemic over here, or this is, you know, this is really bad. Nothing like that. But we have had a few kids that have threatened to shoot up the school, but they told, like, told on themselves before they were going to do it. Sent a, a message on on social media, and and, and thank goodness. So many students told on them before anything could really happen. So we've had a few of that in the past year. Last year, there were a few of that going on, I swear, like toward the end of the year or two, like four different occasions. I'm like, damn, you know, there's so many kids threatening to shoot up schools. It, 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 that, yes. But as far as having that gun possession, I don't think so. I don't, I don't. Do you, do you think that we should start holding the parents accountable? Absolutely. But it, I'm wondering, you know, what is it that the that the times that we're in now, is that what's affecting the parents being able to have more control over their kids? Because I do feel like kids younger and younger are much more grown now, like much more out in the streets. I mean, I'm seeing, I just see so many of these young girls too, showing off all their bodies. They're at high school football games. They have on the skimpiest clothes. And I know we're talking about guns, but I'm just saying it's to me, that's the parenting. Where's the parenting to be like, no, you're not dressing like like a, an adult right now. You're still too young. So is that conversation being had with kids? I don't think so. Not enough or not to the point where they're they're doing anything about it. I don't understand well, that. Let me, tell you, let me tell you what happened today. And the, the reason I ask you this is because um, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, back in uh november 21 uh young kid named ethan up in michigan went on a school shooting spree shot four people today his mom got found guilty of manslaughter they found his mom guilty of involuntary manslaughter over her son ethan's school massacre which killed four she's 45 she was convicted on four counts of involuntary manslaughter for his november 21 shooting rampage where he shot 11 people and killed four Prosecutors painted her as a reckless and negligent mother, and juries agreed. Wait a minute. Now I have to ask, what's their ethnicity? They're white. Wow. But I remember this case because I remember they were talking about 
that they were, you know, that that they were gonna, you know, they were gonna prosecute her because they said the trial saw humiliating revelations about Crumley's private life come to light, where she admitted to having an affair with a local fire captain around the time of the tragedy. Um, you know, there was a bunch going on around this, uh, but this is this is new, you know. This is this is this is new. A, a parent getting held, you know. And and again, I ask that because again, like like I said, so often on the news, right? I I see these people. I see different people, you know. And and I've been seeing it for a while, right? It was it was rap music for a time. You get mad at at rap lyrics and talk about my son this, and that's what caused my son to do it. But you can't just hand a kid the device and let the device babysit them. You have to be like, I mean, again. I don't know. Maybe it's just me as a dad, man. I will take my kid's door completely off his room. Like I, like I wish, like I honestly wish that my son would ever say, "This is my room. Get out, bro." What? I am yeah. taking doors off. Like, 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 like you own nothing here. Everything you have is borrowed. Here. <laughs> nothing. You don't own anything here. Don't get me wrong. I'm trying to help you get to where you need to be in life, to where you can own something. But in this particular residence. You don't own anything. Everything you have here is borrowed, borrowed, and you're paying it back by doing right. That's how you're paying for it. You're paying right by listening and following the rules, doing good in school, because that's your only job. But I don't yeah. understand these parents who be like, my kid told me to get out of his room. What room? Man, I'm taking doors off. You might not have no sheets on your bed. You, you, I'll take your lips it, off. I'll take your mouth off talking to me like that. that. Yeah. So, so I don't, I just don't understand, you know, and, and, and I don't know, like I said, I, we don't got to get overly preachy and that sort of thing. I just think that we as a community have to start doing better and not passing the blame. I think it starts with us, right? It starts with us as adults first. Like, like we can't be friends with all these kids. And I'm, and again, that doesn't mean that you have to be the kid. That doesn't mean that you have to like talk down to a kid, but you got to be an adult, man. You, you got to be like, yo, there's some rules here. And I'm, and again, like, I'm not saying everything has to be a confrontation. You know, I, I hear a lot of dudes talk about, man, these young boys is different. They crazy. Man, I talk to a lot of young dudes. And again, it's a respect thing where both ways, right? Like I listen to their point of view because they ain't always wrong. But sometimes I think when you're younger too, you're not sure about how to express what you're trying to say. I mean, even as right. an adult, right? Sometimes we find that we don't we don't know how to express, right? We, we might get mad in a situation that you look back on and you'd be like, you know what? I shouldn't have got mad about that. I should have just kept talking about that in a smooth voice and I would have got out of it a lot more cooler and everybody would have understood. Because, you know, a lot of times once they get aggressive, people ain't listening anyway because they just, everybody's listening to respond. They're not even listening to understand what you're saying, right? So I, I think when we talk about these young kids, yeah, there's a certain amount of listening and understanding what they're, because they are in a different life, right? They went to school in a pandemic. This social media thing is crazy. You know, they staring at a phone and device all day, right? Life is a whole lot different for them. But I, I don't think that that means that we have to try to be all of their friends. And there has to be a certain amount of rules because talking about them after the incident happens, like you got five kids now, like I said, they're arrested now. They about to have a record when you could have said to them, bro, first of all, why do you need to be out? At, why are you even out here? Man? Matter of fact, how do I not know that you're not in your room? How am I OK with you being out on what should be a school night after 10, 11 o'clock at night? You know, Egan, I. I feel like this woman being charged with four counts of manslaughter, because you're right. How do you not know? How are you not concerned? Or how are you not making, figuring out, you know, where they're at to bring their asses back home, even if you got to drive there yourself, right? Like, sometimes I think as a parent, you'd have to do that. Um, I think this sends, sets a nice precedent for parents to force them more so to be more proactive to be more active in their child's life and you know so that like there's real consequences you know your your child does something stupid with guns or somebody gets hurt you're now liable for that as a parent as well you have to i feel yeah i see it like this is a, to me it sucks for her she had to be the first one but i think this will get parents in check like, no, it does matter. There was another woman, I think it was in Texas, her son, they said that after he had shot up a school. And he, it was the, the Texas, I think it was Uvalde. I think it was Uvalde where he went and shot up the all the kids. The anyway, elementary school? The elementary school, I believe it was that one, but if it wasn't yes. that one, it was still a, a students, right? They, the, he went and shot up 
and they said there were so many signs and that the mom had like so many chances to you know get her son help or to alert the police there was something going on like that and she was like i'm sorry you know I, they were showing up at her house and she was just so apologetic but people were so mad at her and um you know and it just goes to show you like had she felt more accountable had that parent maybe maybe things wouldn't have turned out into this huge massacre and this killing of all these kids you see what i'm saying like parents i think that because there are no consequences it's like well you know and, and a lot of parents aren't good parents they're not and there's a lot of reasons that, that factors that go into that you know especially when you start to talk about more of a lower socioeconomic families where you know for coming from poor families they're not going to have a great family dynamic and a, you know good mentorship good guidance it's just not going to be there so that's where you get situations like this too these kids are going to have to learn themselves they don't have a guidance around them positive guidance does that make sense you know what I, you know what I, you know what i blame for bad parenting what TikTok. first of all explain yourself explain i don't i don't have an explanation i just wanted to get riled up really i didn't i don't have no, an literally there's so much good on tiktok nobody but they better not ever take tiktok away from me i will cry like as if the day that selena was killed because tiktok you know, gives you so much information and it, it, you know what information tiktok gave me you know what tiktok gave what? me apparently i can't eat anything in 2024 because in the last five days on tiktok i saw that eating bread was bad i saw eating uh um vegetables out of a bag was bad i saw eating bread was bad i saw eating oatmeal was bad um i can't eat pancakes anymore that's what that's what TikTok taught me just then this you, is the last couple of days you can eat anything again it's not in excess okay you know twice a week i will have a double butter burger from culver's just the burger no fries no soda burger and water i do that twice a week you know I, I feel great. I feel great. That's because you, but you, we know why you're doing that though. You're trying to grow your little booty. I know why you're doing that though. It ain't working though. It ain't it's even not. working. It's, but maybe Somebody, I need who, to get it. Who, that, you saw that on TikTok, Culver Bur Burgers help your booty. That's what you saw, you saw <laughs> on TikTok. Girl, eat a Culver Burger and then your booty gonna grow, girl. Eat a Culver Burger. Get it twice a <laughs> week. Girl, let me tell you. That's all I gotta do. Look, you know what? I'm gonna do that tomorrow. That's my next TikTok. I'm gonna do a TikTok. Let me tell you something right now, ladies. If you're trying to grow a booty, let me tell you something right now. Two Culver's butter burgers per week. No, no fries. No fries. No, no fries. fries. Soda. And water. And water. Not soda. Water, ladies. Come back and see me in six weeks. I bet that. I bet that thigh y'all be there, ladies. I bet that thigh y'all be there. This your man signing <laughs> off. Rock with me. Get that thigh out. All you gotta do is do it convincing. Next thing you know, you're this guru. That's all you gotta do. I'm gonna go on TikTok tomorrow. You know what I'm going to tomorrow? Let me tell you something, ladies. If you don't ever want to change the tire on your car, if you never want to, just always wear blue leggings. Blue leggings is the way. If you got blue. a flat tire, you got some blue leggings in your car, just put those on and you will not have to change that tire. I promise you, ladies. You know I, I will be wrong. Try I'll try I'll try it. I'll be like, is he from yeah. what? That's what I'm saying. That's all you gotta do, and all you gotta do is just you just gotta be convincing. Look, look, watch yeah. this, watch this, watch this. Watch this. Man. You want to make money in 2024? Get you some black frame glasses. Those other frames, they're not for money makers. If you are trying to get rich in 2024, you must own a pair of black frame glasses. You know what, Ike, you are so right. Because here's the thing, too. When I see these 19 to 22-year-olds trying to give relationship advice or how to get a man or how to do this, like you are you're a baby do not do not come to TikTok like you are the expert on something so i completely agree as long but if they're so convincing they'll get a following from it right they'll get a following. i'm gonna tell you how to, i'm gonna tell you how to, i'm gonna tell you how the 22 year old girl get y'all every single day i'm gonna tell you how she gets you every single day how first of all her metabolism is up to here her metabolism <laughs> up to here you remember when you was 22 Brittany? you could drink Till the morning, you could drink till twenty minutes before work and still make it to work, right? Yeah, you get on yeah. there. Let me tell you something about if you've been out all night partying, you just drink this. 
drink this, drop a couple of these in here, and do a couple of stretches, and girl, your body will be ready. Meanwhile, she's 22. Her metabolism is through the roof. That ain't going to happen for no woman that's 34. It ain't going to yeah, I'm going to start a new page. It's going to be called an anti-TikTok. That's what I'm going to do. That's my new thing. I'm going to start a page called an anti-TikTok. And all I'm going to go on there and do is talk about what they lie to you about, and it don't work. That's all I'm going to do. You might have That something. is an idea. That is an idea. You might I'm gonna have every. I'm going to come on there every day and tell a lie. <laughs> Today's lie is. Let me tell you something about those Apple Air, AirPods. There's a reason you should wear those. No other airbud airbud will help you make ninety thousand dollars a year. You won't make a hundred, but no other airbud. No other airbud. You sit you know at how a bar. I know? You know how I know? You know how I know? Because I did it. If you want to know how I did it, subscribe. Subscribe to my channel. Get all the information on how I did it. Subscribe. Follow me. Hit that button right now. You want to make ninety k a year just by wearing the Apple earbuds? Do it now. Subscribe. Dude. Follow me. You will not not be sorry. The crazy thing is I know you're lying to me and I'm convinced. (laughs) That's what they do every day. They come on in. Let me change it. They come on in. Look, look, watch it. Here's here's one. Here's one. Here's one. Have you ever wondered why your arm isn't as strong as you'd like it to be? Or lifting weights not working for you? It's because you're not wearing the proper number of beaded bracelets. You have got to wear two beaded bracelets whenever you go to the gym. That helps the strength coming in a different way. What it does is it comes up your arm, and it's this third vein that you didn't even know you had. It's the third vein, the cerebral esophagus vein. That's the one. It's that one right there, right? No one's told you about this. You have to. This was, I learned this from Army, Army, Army special team, special tactics team members. It's two beaded bracelets. It ain't just the gym, folks. I'm telling you, you want to know more? Subscribe to my channel. I got more of these facts for you. I'm so dead. Yes, you want to know more? Subscribe. That's always the ender. The The finisher is always subscribe. Subscribe for more. Subscribe to Unlock. I love that idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a TikTok channel of just BS. <laughs> just, that's what I'm going to do. That's my, that's, look, Brittany, I, next week you see me, I'm going to have at least four TikToks. I'm be like, you really did it. I'm just going to come on TikTok and I'm just going to be like, let me tell you something. If you want, you want to be successful, you want people to understand you, you have to start with your barber. The conversation starts with your barber. You have to go to your barber and you have to tell him, look, this is the haircut that matters in 2024. And you've got to say that convincingly. And he, he or she, if they're not with you on that haircut journey, then they're not the right barber for you. And you nor them because they're what they're doing right there. They're doing by not following your advice on the haircut, your haircut journey is they are not there to help you. They are not there to help you win. Your 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 road to riches starts with your haircut journey. And if your barber's not with that, you have got the wrong barber, folks. You want more, you um, want more gems on how to win in 2024? Subscribe to my channel. I got you. <laughs> you just gotta look, you just gotta look like you. You just gotta look like you just know. You just gotta look. You just gotta look. Look, Brittany. Here's the ultimate one, right? Right here. Okay. One. And I'm, I'm gonna let y'all go after this. Hey guys, you ever wondered how that guy always gets in the front of the line? You ever wondered how that girl always gets picked out? Because you don't walk with confidence. You gotta walk like you don't stand in no man's line. You gotta walk to that door like you belong. You gotta walk there like you're the Cleveland Cavalier that sits at the end of the bench that know they've never called your name, but you are on that team. <laughs> you are on that team and you know it, right? You may not even have your NBA card in your pocket. That's what you say to them, but you say it with confidence. Bro, you know who I am? I play for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And you say it with confidence and you will never again stand in no man's line. <laughs> Subscribe to this channel. I got you. I got you. I will teach you how to win all 2024. Stay with me. Let's build this oh together, family. God. Let's build this together. We will let's say it, say it with me, family. We will stand in no man's line. All 2024. Nope. I got you. Subscribe to this channel. Let's go, family. Let's go, family. I subscribed. I subscribed like 10 that's times my, already. That's my first TikTok. That is my first TikTok when I go right there. That's my first one right there. I'm gonna do it. You want you want to know how to win in 2024? You say it. I stand in no man's line. 
You don't wait. You stand in no man's line. You have to do it with confidence. You have to believe it. You have to believe it in here. When you walk into that club line and it's down the block and you're walking past all those people who think that they're sexier than you, those dudes who think you just got out of their, their, their nice new car and you walked up and they don't know which area you came from, you do it with confidence. You stands in no man's line all 2024. You want to win? That's how you start winning. Subscribe to my channel. Subscribe. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yo, it's a channel of bad. It's a channel of bad advice. That's good advice. That's what it is. It's a channel of bad advice. That's good advice. That's it. That's, that's, that's how I move in twenty twenty four. Where was huh? the good advice? Where was the good advice? You know what the good advice was in that last one, though? That you got so much confidence in yourself that you walk up like you you believe it. That was the good advice. I, I gave you bad advice. That was actually good advice. You got to look okay. into it. See? You see how deep my channel is already? You got to look in it. You got to look in it. See, I got to act like this. Look, Brent. You got to look in it. You got to look beneath. You got to, folks, you have to look beneath the surface. You have to look beneath. You have to look at the inner you. You have to go under. You have to go under your hoodie. Go under your hoodie. Go under your hoodie and find your deeper self. <laughs> My bad, man. I got off on a rant, man. Hey, man, I, I appreciate everybody rocking with us here at the DJ Can Podcast, man. Brittany, I appreciate you putting up with my madness. I know Jason's over there like, where have we gone? Where have we gone? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm glad we're, we, we're here. We're here. I subscribe. Subscribe to our channel. Subscribe to our channel to find out go. where we gone. Subscribe to our channel. <laughs> yeah, just on those antics alone, subscribe to our channel. Subscribe to our channel. <laughs> that was it. That was it. I I feel like we landed we we uh ended on a strong point. So <laughs> hey, look deep inside your hoodie. <laughs> Brittany, where can they find you at on social media? Find me on Instagram and TikTok at brunch with Brittany. Yeah, find me there. Don't worry about my Twitter. It don't matter. We're not supporting Elon Musk unless we're going to go look at Drake's Glizzy. <laughs> we, were ending on, we were ending on such a good note. We were on such a good note. <laughs> I couldn't let you have it. Mm. I couldn't. Mm. Uh, uh, everybody, I appreciate you. At DJ, you can across all the channels. At DJ, you can across YouTube. And I'm not even going to say it because I... It's because of me that we are behind right now. And we're going to catch up, though. Jason has sent me another email that says, Eakin, we got to catch up. And uh, we are because I'm sitting here. Like, you see, I'm, I'm actually in my own studio. I got it to work. You know, I didn't even have to move today. And look, it look, look, at, look, at, uh, look at that. There you go. You, you, you see, you see me. You see me. You see me. You see me. I love that for you. It looks good. It looks good. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm gonna wear this beanie every time because I think this should be a part of my channel. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that. We'll talk. It's it's nice, but I don't know about every every episode. Look beneath the hoodie. Yeah, <laughs> look beneath the hoodie. <laughs> hey, I think that's the name of this episode. Look beneath the hoodie. <laughs> I'm gone, man. Appreciate everybody rocking with us, man. For my family over at Radio Influence, Jason, uh, as always, keeping us going, man. And thanks, everybody, uh, for rocking with us, man. We are back to DJ Aiken Podcast. Brittany, I love you, girl. Love you. Bye. Thank you. Hey, hey, hey stay off of Twitter, okay? Just stay off of Twitter. I'm, I'm logging in right now. <laughs> All new episodes of the DJ Eakin podcast with Brittany Gonzalez dropping every Friday. Subscribe and listen wherever you get your podcast fix.